You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All of you Foxborough faithful, you are now locked into the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Monday, March 29th, 2021, and it's time for a little hashtag Locked On Murph and musing the draft here on your daily home for news, notes, and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Greetings and salutations, Patriots Nation, and thank you for kicking off yet another work week here with me on the pod. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of the Locked On Patriots podcast, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed and very much encouraged. So share that feedback, send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-P-C. And while you're out there doing some Monday meandering through the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, it has been an interesting weekend, and it seems to be the rumor that just will not go away. Will the prodigal Paisan return, meaning will San Francisco 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo somehow end up back in Foxborough? Didn't seem like there was a great chance of that until Friday afternoon when it was reported that the Miami Dolphins were sending their third overall selection that they had obtained via trade in the first place to the San Francisco 49ers. Frisco paid a premium, sending its own first-round pick as well as additional picks in 2022, a first plus a third, and a 2023 first-rounder to Miami. Bottom line, San Francisco now owns the number three pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, and word has it they plan on using that to draft a quarterback. So where does that leave Jimmy? Where also does that leave the New England Patriots, who also are rumored to be using their draft capital to either trade up or select a quarterback at the number 15 position? Without question, Jimmy Garoppolo is a fan favorite here in New England. I know a lot of you out there are hoping that he does find his way back to Foxborough, but I know there's an equal amount of you out there that are saying that Jimmy is too injury-prone. The Patriots need to move on. They need to trade up in the draft and get their future quarterback in that realm. Well, these are monster questions, folks, and luckily for us, we've got the monster answers for you today, because it's hashtag LockedOnMurphMonday, and my good friend, the green king of Sting himself, will be joining me here today on the hot seat, and we'll talk about the prospects of Jimmy Garoppolo returning to Foxborough. We'll also muse the draft here on Mock Draft Monday, because after all, folks, Murph does not mock the draft, he muses on the draft, and we will talk about the potential for the Patriots to trade up. What would a trade to get the Patriots quarterback of the future look like, and does Murph think that it's more probable than not? Murph is always complete and candid in his opinions, folks, so you definitely will not want to miss this. Sit tight and settle in as hashtag LockedOnMurphMonday will continue in just a moment here on the LockedOnPatriots podcast. But first, Locked On listeners, football games on the field may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. When you want to put your prognostication skills to the test, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. BetOnline.ag 
Bet Online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. But Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They give you real time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Simply put, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, all the scores, and all the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and what makes it even better is it's free to sign up. Head over to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action. Head to betonline.ag today, sign up, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Locked On listeners, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Patriots fans, the question on everybody's mind as we begin this final week of March into the first week of April here on the pod, will the prodigal Paisan return to Foxborough? You know, perhaps the more important question is how will the latest developments in San Francisco affect your favorite football team in New England? Well, folks, it's Monday, so you know what that means. It's that time again. Your favorite and mine, my benefactor in this business, the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, is back for his weekly appearance here on Locked On Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship and for joining me today, Don Murph. Oh, always my pleasure, man. I mean, it's the reason I get up on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, buddy, how much more of a compliment can we get? To get Murph up and ready on Monday is the Lockdown appearance, is the Lockdown Patriots appearance. I mean, you, can't, you can literally not ask for anything more than that. I'm humbled by the compliment. And, you know, without further ado, but let's just kick it off because I'm so uh, humbled by that. I can't even begin to put it into words. But uh, you know what? I, I love it as well. This is also the, the highlight of my week because we make Mondays fun here, but it's a monster Monday. It's also hashtag locked on Murph Monday, that aforementioned hashtag that I mentioned. Keep it going viral, folks, because it is great. It's one of the best parts on, of Mondays here in Patriots Nation. And don't worry, we're going to talk a little bit about those Jimmy G rumors that I just referenced. And again, folks, as a reminder, it is musings on the draft Monday here on the pod because, as always, Murph and I do not mock the draft. We do not make fun of it. We do not ridicule it. That's a kind reminder. We muse the draft here on Locked On Patriots. And we will be musing the rather curious case of trading up to get the Patriots quarterback of the future here today. But first, buddy, it's the rumor that just won't go away. And, you know, maybe there's good reason for that. Um, even though he's played only started, well, not played, but started only two games here as a Patriot Jimmy Garoppolo has had the sharp eye of a lot of the Patriots fan base now for quite a while. Uh, truth be told, he looks solid in the few performances between 2014 and 2017 that he had here in a Patriots uniform. Long thought to have been the heir apparent, hand-selected by Bill Belichick. Of course, Tom Brady playing well into his 40s, put a wrench into those plans. Jimmy was off to Frisco. The rest is history. But with San Francisco now set, or at least we think they're set, to draft a quarterback after trading up in the draft to get number three from the Miami Dolphins. 
Garoppolo's future is starting to even become more in question. It was already in question heading into this season about whether or not the Niners had seen enough of Jimmy, whether or not that contract was a little bit too much for them to handle. But now, with Jimmy all of a sudden maybe having to compete with a rookie quarterback, uh, it really is still uh, uh, very much in the air about his future in in uh, San Francisco. And not to mention, he still has two seasons left on that big-time contract scheduled to play or sit at the salary cap hits of $26.4 million and $27 million respectively. So you have to think there's going to be some reworking of that if the Niners are going to move Jimmy. Which, coincidentally, they've said they will not be trading Jimmy Garoppolo at this point in time. But, Murph, we all know about what front offices say and what right. things are, what you know, what type of posturing, posturing. happen at this time of year. Um, at this point, bud, here's the question. How open is that Gillette Stadium door for Jimmy Garoppolo's return to New England in light of everything that's happened within the last few days? It's wide open. The posturing that's going on on both sides is just that, and it's kind of ridiculous. We all know that Jimmy is welcomed back here with open arms by Bill. In fact, they turn that door into a garage door. Um, it, it, and it's, it's wide open and Jimmy has the, uh, has the buzzer to open it whenever he wants to. It's, it's just coming down to, to San Francisco, trying to get as much as they possibly can from new England or anybody else for that matter for Jimmy this year, they can easily bring in another guy that, that, you know, could be a placeholder for whoever they, uh, they do end up drafting, and it, it's it's ridiculous. Man, just just send him back on home. But Bill is is being stubborn. He's waiting for the price to come down. He he's he's he, you know, is in the same boat with me as in saying that you know I think the price will come down. Um, I can't see the uh, the Niners. Sorry about that. The Niners hanging on to him at this price tag as simply a placeholder for whoever they're bringing in this year. I just, I can't see it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I don't think it makes sense either. Look, I don't think there's any question that San Francisco has moved up in the draft to take a quarterback. I've heard some speculate that maybe uh, San Francisco has their eye on offensive line. Hell mostly no. Sewell um, or, you know, maybe a wide receiver or someone to that effect. I, I really don't nope. think you move to three unless you're ready to take your quarterback right. of the future. And look, they probably drew a bead on whoever Atlanta had their sharp eye on. And now the Falcons are really in an in- interesting position uh but it is locked on patriots here folks we're not going to talk about the falcons other than to say that on sunday we did celebrate 328 day we all know that one we all know it we all love it and we all can't get enough of it still to this day but we'll uh, we'll be good to uh, i'll be good to aaron freeman and my good friend over there who hosts locked on falcons <laughs> uh they got enough ribbing yesterday for that um but all kidding aside bud I, I agree. I don't see a way for them to retain Jimmy as a high-priced bridge option for one right. year. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <clears throat> so now the question beckons is, 
what would the Patriots be willing to give up to bring him back? Is it a high day three pick? Uh, wouldn't it be ironic if they use the number 96 pick in the third round right. that they got as compensation for Tom Brady leaving Bingo. to bring Jimmy Garoppolo back to New England? It would be ironic. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe it would take maybe just a little bit more juice to have that happen. I don't think it would be a straight up swap, but you know, the, the whole thing is, of it is, is what would the Patriots give up? Would they give that up? Would they sweeten the pot a little bit on that? Would it be enough? And is Jimmy enough of a upgrade over Cam Newton to say, this is the move we have to make and we have to make it now? Yeah, a thousand times. Yes. No, no disrespect to, uh, to any of your other guests that have been on and, and said uh, differently. But, uh, yeah, he is an upgrade over anybody that is on this roster currently. As to what they would give up, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with, with the 96 pick. And also a sweetener, okay? Maybe we sweeten this with a player. Uh, maybe it's J.C. Jackson. Maybe, maybe it's Stephon Gilmore. Um, they're definitely going to have to be more than that for that one pick, but I'm not giving up a second round pick for a guy who has essentially missed as much time as Jimmy has. It is still a roll of the dice, but it's a roll of the dice that's, you know, you you can make the line on this one. Yeah, and I think you probably can make the line on this one. And look, folks, we're not talking about giving up a first round or a multiple first rounders to bring Jimmy back. And all no. of a sudden, if it doesn't work out health wise, then you've painted yourself into a corner that the Patriots simply can't get out of. I think the Patriots are savvy enough to know what we know. They know his medical history. They know of his course. durability better than anybody, much better than anyone who even yeah, covers only the Mike team in knows depth. <laughs> that I will give you. That I will absolutely give you. When it That's comes it. to Giardi, uh, you pretty much know that you're getting accurate, uh, you know, straight from the Paisan's mouth uh, at that point. Uh, I guess you could say that in, in dual cases when it comes to both Giardi and, uh, and Garoppolo. <laughs> right. But, uh, see, I'm Italian, folks. I can say stuff like that. You can, uh, can do that. <laughs> but in any case, uh, I, I do agree with you. And I think that if they are going to, to make that move, then it, it probably is a little bit less of a risk than people are saying. Um, it, it's it is one thing that to uh, to talk about, you know, his his issues with health. It is one thing to talk about some of the difficulties that he's had in staying on the field. But when he is on the field. He ranks very highly in right. so many statistical categories. It's tough to ignore. It really is We're tough to ignore. Talking about that. a major a major knee injury that he had that that you know basically sidelined him the way he did for an entire season. And then, you know, last season it, it was it, it's not ticky-tack stuff. He's not sitting out because he's got turf toe. He's not, you know, he's not sitting in a tub because you know the hamstrings just aren't, you know, um being uh, uh, cooperative today. It, that, that's not, those aren't the injuries that he deals with. He's been dealing with, with you know, injuries that, that sideline people. And I, I don't blame him um, for not going out there with, with these injuries and, and hurting himself to a greater de uh, degree. Um, but it's a little bit overblown with people calling him Mr. Glass. You know, that that's that's not the case. It's really not the case.
Yeah, I mean, ACL injuries can happen to any quarterback. It happened to arguably the most durable quarterback you'll ever find in Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at, you know, what he's gone through. He missed that season, but he's still playing well into his 40s and looking every bit the <laughs> the, the athlete yeah. that he should. He's, he's hurt himself age, being a mobile quarterback, you know, yeah. and not and not uh, sitting back in the pocket and doing the things that – that you know that I respect in a quarterback. You know, take two steps to the left, take two steps up. It, it's it's been getting out um, to the perimeter and trying to make things happen. Things that you were able to um, not have to do in the offense that's run here, as opposed to the one that he's been uh, associated with out there in San Francisco. I think he will be uh, uh, in much better shape uh, on every drop back in new england than he has out there on the left coast yeah exactly and look i mean health is definitely a concern there's no question about it folks neither murph nor i are trying to downplay that we've acknowledged that it might be a hindrance in the patriots maybe taking an extra look at jimmy uh the other factor is, is we don't know what san francisco is going to do maybe they do want a bridge quarterback maybe they think they're in win now mode and they think that it's a little too much to put on a young quarterback shoulders we won't know until the draft starts to get uh closer but one thing that i will leave you with when it comes to jimmy folks is when he's on the field, a top 12 quarterback in almost every quarterback metric that defines success, whether it be EPA, passer rating, DVOA, quarterback rating, all say that Jimmy Garoppolo, when he's healthy, is a very effective quarterback yeah. on the field. And the question is, how much of an upgrade do you believe he's going to be over what you have? The Patriots are going to have to make that decision. And if they decide that Jimmy Garoppolo is not the upgrade that everyone thinks he's going to be that would lead people to believe that they're going to be very active in the trade market for a draft pick and we've kind of danced around that subject here Murph but we never really hit it head on what would it take for the Patriots to trade up and draft their quarterback of the future well folks here today Murph and I were muse the draft and that is within our crosshairs the subject of trading up Will the Patriots make a move at the quarterback position in the upcoming 2021 NFL draft? Hear my good friend's thoughts on the subject when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, my colleagues at the Locked On Podcast Network and I have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Because Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, High-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars. Well, now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness, and bracket season is in full swing. Today's matchup, March 29th, is a battle of two heavyweight flavors. Caramel Brownie versus Coconut Brownie Chunk. Can't go wrong with either one. Both are simply delicious. And if one of those flavors is your favorite flavor, then make sure to cast your vote so that it will advance in the Built Bar Madness bracket. Do so by visiting BuiltBar.com or visit them on Twitter at Bar underscore Built. Follow the online instructions to cast your vote. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 whenever you place an order for those delicious Built Bars. That will give you 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And don't forget to check back each and every day to see who won the day's matchup and who will ultimately become the best-tasting protein bar from Built Bar. Locked On listeners, the NFL Draft is weeks away, and it's time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo. 
The Draft Dudes Podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. And the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and Draft Dudes on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Pats fans, Thomas Murphy joins me here on the pod today. The return of hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. And we always love when it's hashtag Locked On Murph Monday because not only can we talk about the news of the day, but we also muse the draft leading up to the draft coming up at the end of April. And, but right now, the Patriots hold the number 15 pick in the NFL and the first round of the 2021 NFL draft. Um, Jimmy's situation in San Francisco, or I should say really more accurately, is San Francisco now trading up and procuring the number three pick in the draft tells you they're looking quarterback, which means that's one more quarterback hungry team that's now going to be in pursuit of a signal caller that the Patriots might have had interest in maybe just a few days ago. Now, we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo possibly being an option here and coming back. If he's the guy that the Patriots are targeting, then they're not going to have to worry about using that first-round draft capital to try to bring in a quarterback of the future. But if they don't, if they decide on their own that they're not going to pursue Jimmy, or if the Niners decide instead pat and say we're not going to trade him, then the Patriots do have a conundrum on their hands, so to speak. Do they trade up in the draft to get their guy, or do they believe that they can wait until number 15 to get their pick? Now, a lot of people have speculated, myself included, that if Mac Jones is there at number 15 and the Patriots stand pat, then they're in pretty good shape. Uh, Drafting a guy like Matt gives them an opportunity to have him play a year behind Cam Newton, maybe be able to hone in his skills a little bit at being a little more mobile, try to work on his arm strength, things that are Achilles heels of Max right now, but you cannot knock him for being the cerebral quarterback that he is. But if the Patriots decide that Mac isn't their guy, and a lot of people out there will tell you he's not the quarterback of the future for this team, that would leave players like Trey Lance, Justin Fields. We both pretty much think that Trevor Lawrence and Zach uh, and Zach Wilson well, are going one and two. Right. Um, so if that's the case, and the Patriots do have to trade up, now knowing the position Atlanta is in, Carolina may be in the market for a quarterback, Denver may dip their toe into that, you may even see a team like Minnesota take a flyer on a quarterback. Realistically, bud, What would a deal have to look like for the Patriots to trade up to get value for their guy? Or at this point, should they just stay at 15 and roll the dice and take their chances? Well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say just stay at 15 and take their chances. Uh, It's just too expensive with the age of this team, the age of the contracts on this team to give up what others are going to give up. I'm thinking, the Pats are definitely going to have to do a swap with with this for with this year's draft pick. Probably come up with a with a um, a first round pick next year, and possibly even a sweetener on top of that. They, people are insane out there. Did you see what what San Francisco just gave up? They, it, that it's sick. Um, it, and I can't see the Patriots doing it. I do think um, that. Uh, this is the year to to wait and take a guy in the later rounds. Take it, take 
I, I'm watching a lot of Kyle Trask film, and I really like what I see. I understand he has a lot of weapons down there that make him look good, but I think he's somebody that could sit behind for a year and come out and, and be a good quarterback in the NFL. I've said it many times, people. Stop trying to look for the next Tom Brady. It's not going to happen. Be happy with the next Steve Grogan, and I think that's the guy that's going to be uh, that could do it. Yeah, and I think you make an interesting point. And look, bottom line is this is a very deep draft when it comes to quarterbacks. People are looking at the top five. You right. know, the the Mount the Mount, the Mount Rushmore plus one of twenty twenty one NFL quarterbacks or NFL ready quarterbacks. And we've mentioned a couple. We've mentioned Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and I guess you could probably include Mac Jones into that as well as being the five that are likely I would to like be Jones. taken in I the would. first round. Yeah. I would really and, like him there at 15. It's just how much it's going to cost to go up and get him. And I think he's going to go, he, the way things are breaking, in the top six or seven picks of this draft, definitely in the top nine. And it's just right. too they're, they're, people are just asking too much. The price is too high for these rolls of the dice. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you wanted to take a look at what the Patriots could do in middle rounds as well, you mentioned Kyle Trask out of Florida. I think yeah. there's a similar skill set when it comes to Mac, uh, maybe a little bit more arm strength on uh, Kyle Trask, maybe a little bit less cerebral, uh, you know, skill uh, honed in. But that's something he can work on. Jamie Newman's a possibility that you hear right. a lot from Georgia. Kellen Mond out of Texas A&M. He's a popular, uh, you know, pick in the mid rounds as well. But Ultimately, the Patriots, I think, will end up making a move at quarterback, and it just so happens that they do have options this year. Um, I think it's interesting that you brought up the fact that it's going to be an expensive prospect to trade up, and I think that's something that a lot of the fan base and even members of the media, whoever, look at. And they don't really take under account. I think that's an excellent point, and I'm so glad that you made that because it does force you to give up valuable draft content not just for this year because if right. you want to move up you're going to have to use that number 15 pick to move up you're probably going to have to use a third rounder so that number 96 all of a sudden is going to be dangled in there as well that we talked about possibly being moved for jimmy garoppolo you're going to need to throw in subsequent picks and you know probably next year's picks maybe even a first rounder uh yeah. to uh, to move up with a lot of and that's teams, where i'm out Exactly. And that's where you should be out. And that's where I would be out as well. So when you look at what the Patriots need to do, I'm right there with you. I would probably take my chances of seeing if anyone fell to 15, leave yourself at 15, because this is a deep enough draft at a lot yep. of different positions where you can upgrade and do what you need to do. If for that's any it. reason, one of the quarterbacks you want is sitting there at 15, I take that. I, I take that yeah. chance. Maybe I'll, someone I, else. At wouldn't. this point in time, yep. I, I will. I will take that. I will take that. That that road. If if Mac Jones is there at fifteen, yes, I'm. I'm all in on it. Um, I, I'm not in on on Zach Wilson. I'm just not. Uh, I, I am definitely not in at Trey Lance at fifteen. I'm just not. Um, but if a couple of the guys are there. I would I would roll the dice with Fields uh, possibly at 15, but I I wouldn't be thrilled with it. Um, the, the the only surefire thing that I see in this draft is Trevor Lawrence. Everybody else is a crapshoot, and right. I'm just this this team is just not in a position where they just say, yeah, I'm only a, the quarterback away. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And there are still holes to be filled on this team, folks. Yep. Not every hold was filled by a free agency. Mm -hmm. Patriots covered as much well 
much more well stocked than it was just two weeks ago. Oh, but there are still doubt. positions of need, and there are still things that uh, that need to happen. So. Murph, this is going to be an interesting one, no question about it. And I'm so glad that you were able to stop by here this week to be able to talk Patriots draft strategy, to be able to talk everything that they do. Uh, you lend your wisdom and counsel like no other here. That is why you are family here at Locked On Patriots. I say it every week, and it gets more true every week. Uh, Murph gets more comfortable in that branded hashtag chair, and we love it. We absolutely love it. Folks, you should already be following this man, but for the benefit of any of our new listeners, please follow my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself on Twitter, at TMurph207. Do not miss Murph's monster keys. They are always point, click, and learn material. i got a funny feeling some keys are going to be cut as we get closer to the draft. Yep. And folks, when I tell you, definitely keep a sharp eye. Murph is hardly ever wrong, and he will absolutely lead you to the promised land when it comes to who the Patriots should be drafting on draft day. And of course, those keys are always proudly found on DieHardBostonSportsFans.com. And I wouldn't be a good host if I didn't tell you all to never miss a episode of One Patriot's Place with Murph, our great mutual friend, my Patriot's Bison, Steve Balistrieri, and the Countess of Class herself, Miss Claire, Classy Claire Cooper. Thank you again, my good man. Honored and humbled, as always, by your presence. No, thank you, my friend. Yeah, we're 30 days away, and you can start looking for my perfect Patriot's uh, columns to start coming out this week. Uh, Please point and click and, and enjoy those. Thank you for Absolutely. having me. My pleasure, as always. We look forward to having you back here again on hashtag Locked on Murph Monday again next week to do it all again. And who knows what we'll be talking about, folks, but you can definitely guarantee we will continue to muse the draft right up until that name is called on draft day. Thanks again, my good man. Stay safe and well hey, in the meantime. You too, bud. If I'm not here, it's because I'm dead. <laughs> Oh, man. No way. No way. No way. No how. <laughs> Thanks again, my friend. And so, Patriots fans, thus ends another hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. But fear not, because there is plenty of Patriots content still to come. Tomorrow here on the pod is a visit from our resident voice of reason, Steve Balistrieri, as we discuss cornerback Stefan Gilmore being, quote-unquote, open to signing a new contract. And we'll also continue to break down the latest news and notes from Foxborough. So to be sure that you do not miss a single second of the action... Download and subscribe to the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as the Radio.com app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, continue to be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.